I'm Brittany Franskoviak, here again with Megan Fretz as we do a quick recap of the great adaptations round one battles from 2018 March Mammal Madness. Winners from great adaptations. Uh, we have the Pygmy Hippo taking down the star-nosed mole, um, the cheetah snacking on the fat-tailed dunnart, the crab-eater seal easily took out the dormouse, and the water deer uh, scared off the selenodon. The Desmond was no match for the Jaguar Rundi, which also won its battle last night. We had the um, Kodamundi being scared off by the very freaky looking Ai. So Ai won that one. Maned Rat defeated the Platypus due to its very thick skin that was unpuncturable. And the Tasmanian Devil snacked on the ghost bat as it flew by, thus defeating the poor ghost bat. What are your takeaways from the first round here? Well, I had so much fun in class today talking about the outcome of the great adaptations. And I have to say, I probably used way too much class time talking about (laughs) it. Um, But I got really into it and was like acting out some of the scenes. Like (laughs) the. You're um, so much more fun than me. Oh, yeah. Like the platypus and the main drag for sure. Like there was some acting out happening and um it was kind of fun I like had the twitter feed up the 2018 mmm let's go where they retweet all of the mm-hmm. um, battles and was kind of highlighting some of the really awesome things so i would go through um some of the cool adaptations from each organism and then a quick recap of the battle some of them more well acted out than others and i have to say i was so it, like i every time we have a battle I discover new things about the organisms because I mostly leave the research up to my students and they put together a slide, but you know, they're middle schoolers. So they miss things like the fact that, um, the platypus can use electrical signals in murky water. That blew my mind. That was on my notes too. I had never come across that before. I know it was so cool. And the fact that the II basically uses echolocation by tapping and listening and tapping. (laughs) Showed them this really awesome video of the I.I. sticking its really long finger into the tree and having a tasty grub snack. And they totally freaked out about that. They thought it was so gross. But I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Um, So, yes, once again, we spent way too much time talking. I think the I.I. was one of my favorites. um, And everyone felt very upset about the platypus. Yeah, I think those were those were big for us too. Um, I had picked the II because I love the II. That was my like one upset in this division, so I was very glad that I called it. Um, and many of my students did not, so they were a little bit salty about that one. Um, and then j- just lots of disbelief that the platypus is already out. I think everyone. I don't. I think I had underestimated the amount of platypus love. Um, until today. Yes. So my one student who is completely obsessed with the platypus, like she had it winning the entire thing because she loves it so much. Um, she was so upset, not that the platypus didn't win the battle, but that the platypus didn't die in the attempt. She was like, at least if it's going to lose, it should have a valorous ending and like really show its mettle and fight to the death, um, which I found particularly hilarious. I think for me, my favorite narration yesterday was the cheetah 
and the Dunart. So the um, the PhD student watching the cheetah, hoping to get some data for a dissertation. Um, and I just love those little glimpses into like, ah, yes, when you are a scientist, sometimes you just get to stare at the animal and hope that it does what you need it to do. So glamorous, the um, life of a grad student. My other favorite thing that happened was someone in the like chatter on the hashtag calling a Desmond a snorkel rat yes. in the Jagarundi battle. Um, Jaguar Rundi, I'm sure I'm not saying that quite right. Uh, but that one really stuck out to me as well. Well, and the Jaguarundi being called the weasel cat, I thought was particularly <laughs> clever, clever as well. The other thing that came up for me that I made a note about in the platypus battle was the Shirley Tupple protein. Did you catch that one? I missed that. I saw the Shirley Temple gif and I kind of scrolled by. <laughs> so... In true biologist fashion, um, they named this protein the Shirley Temple protein because it has a ringlet shape. It's uh, and um, it's found only in monotreme milk, and it's antimicrobial. Oh, very cool! And I just thought that was another awesome. Like, I just love that they shared this adaptation that like really isn't related to the battle, but just was really cool insight into the platypus. Yes. The- um, I just, yeah, I love those asides. Like, the recipes for the edible dormouse, if I ever catch one, I will know exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. I think I would prefer the stuffed version. Yeah. Um, stuffed with, like, other meats, pepper, seasonings, um, and roasted versus the honey dipped and then covered in poppy seeds. I, I think I would prefer the savory instead of the sweet. Yeah, I think I land on that also. I just was getting a lot of joy from the door- dormouse being called a free-range snack. Um, <laughs> that was a good time. Um, so mostly, though, great adaptations went more or less as expected, aside from the platypus downfall um, and the I.I. upset. So I'll be interested to see if the other divisions follow this line of predictability or if we'll see some more unexpected um, disturbances maybe throwing off some of the battles. So. Yes, I think we can expect the unexpected with March Mammal Madness. That's just my intuition. That's for sure. Well, I'm definitely excited to see how the rest of round one plays out. You can follow me on Twitter at F-R-A-N-C-K-O-W-L-H-S. You can follow Megan at Meg Fretz, F-R-E-T-Z. We tweet about our classrooms and we'll be tweeting about March Mammal Madness throughout the tournament. You can follow the official March Mammal Madness account on Twitter at 2018 MMM Let's Go.